www.thepeopleofgod.org. Find the shadows cast by rainbows, there you will meet the sage. Feeding rabbits bits of lettuce, or cleaning out the cage. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Sunday Forum here at WMNF 88.5 in Tampa. And today is me and Mobili. Uh, Walter is running a little bit late. 
So, mm-hmm. <laughs> Mobili, how are you doing to We're this morning? Doing pretty good. I came through the hurricane pretty good. Yeah. How'd you go? Uh, yeah, we had a lot of rain, a lot of trees and debris and stuff, and uh, the wind was blowing pretty hard. But I, I made it yeah. through. Yes, uh, some other areas not so much. Not so well because. Yeah. It was for Tampa, the most part, we dodged a bullet. It was a wind event, Yeah. at least for North Tampa right? in the western part of Hillsboro. But for the south and for the eastern part, it was pretty bad. Yeah, because it was supposed to actually come to Pinellas County, where I'm at, and it also right. was supposed to hit Tampa. And thank God it swerved, went, got swerved and on. went the <laughs> other way. Um, but yeah, I'm... I'm very saddened by uh, the turn of events, and um, I give uh, you know my heartfelt to those who are suffering right now, who have lost their homes or who have lost their lives. And uh, you know this this was uh, not not something that people expected because again, it was supposed to come our area, and it mm-hmm. ended up going somewhere else. So. Um, a lot of people are, are donating money and helping out to those that are suffering right now. So um, any of you listeners out there, if you want to do that, you know, you can. I'm sure they got a bunch of websites where you can go. But for now, we are going to play some music until Walter comes in. So the first song that we're going to play this morning is by Janet Jackson called Pleasure Principle. Please enjoy. <laughs>
And that was Janet Jackson, Pleasure Principle, one of my favorite songs by her. (laughs) (laughs) I was just watching the video while it was uh, playing uh, the choreography. I think Paula, we were discussing this, I think Paula Abdul helped her with that choreography. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was uh, one of my favorite songs from from the 80s. Oh. Yeah, well... You know, Janet Jackson won a an award recently uh, for her documentary. Well, she didn't win the award, but the people who produced the documentary called Malfunction, mm-hmm. The Dressing Down of Janet Jackson, and it won for Outstanding Arts, Culture, or Entertainment Coverage. And that was uh, just on September 28th that this happened, 43rd News and Documentary Emmy Awards at the Palladium in New York City. And uh, this was... Mostly about the malfunction that she had, the the wardrobe malfunction that she had at the Super Bowl that year with Justin Timberlake. And many believe sexism and racism caused Jackson to bear the brunt of the criticism for the incident in which her breast was briefly exposed while on screen. And, uh, you know... Well, I saw the documentary and she said that Justin had called her right after the incident... Mm-hmm. And uh, apologized and asked her if um, <clears throat> asked her if she if he if she wanted him to come on and you know speak about it and yeah. she said no don't 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 worry about it or whatever so um, yeah I mean there was a lot of speculation that he he knew about it or knew what was going going, going down or something so um, yeah the documentary was really good did you watch it mm, no no. Okay. I don't recall watching it. <laughs> it was. It was really good. It discussed that. It discussed uh, about uh, Michael dying. It discussed oh, discussed about uh, her father passing away, too. So, you know, a lo- lot of stuff. A lot of stuff in the documentary. It's good. Well, well, we were talking earlier about Hurricane Ian's pass-through, and uh, maybe we'll talk more about that as well. But we are... Here on the Sunday Forum, here at WMNF Radio 88.5 FM. And, of course, this is a forum, so we could take your telephone calls as well. The number to call is 813-239-9663. And Walter L. Smith II has entered the building. Did I grace y'all? <laughs> yes, you did. Did I grace the radio station with my voice? Yes, you did. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning. morning. What's happening? <laughs> some of everything. Yeah. You know, there's been some deaths. I heard some Janet uh-huh. Jackson, first off. We'll talk about Oh, yeah. Deaths. Let's talk about Janet. Janet Jackson coming yeah. home, man. <laughs> I, I know that was your Miko's doing. <laughs> yes, yeah, one of my favorite songs. Y'all had me doing the little, the little slide thing coming in the door. Okay. Getting, <laughs> getting my, the only thing I didn't have was the chair to flip over and all that can. Uh. But after my visit to the hospital yesterday, <laughs> that's such a good idea. Oh, no. <laughs> Man, yeah. I'm, I'm glad to see y'all here this morning, and thank y'all. Thank yeah. y'all very much. Um, glad to see you. Yes. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You no, know, um, it was a very, very rough week last week mm-hmm. with the hurricanes that are going on, mm-hmm. uh, that, that were happening. Um, Hurricane Ian came in and did some destructive work, destructive work yeah. Yeah. That, that, as as Miko pointed out, thank God it did not hit us. But we've had this discussion before, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. if it right? did, then mm-hmm. it would be catastrophic. It yes. would be catastrophic yes. in, in ways that, that many of us have not even imagined. Um, I, I have studied 
the the possibility of Hurricane Ian mm-hmm. under the Phoenix 2.0 project. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, uh, it did exactly it bore out what it would have done. What it did there mm-hmm. is exactly what it would have done here in Tampa. Mm. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Though the, the only now, so let me let me be clear about this point so everybody understands. So we're gonna we're gonna give a have a day of relief, <laughs> right? Right? Yeah. But a but a day of of thanks of of, of thanksgiving to those who um, who have. Uh, and it's hard for me to say it this way, but I'm going to say it. A day of thanksgiving for those who have endured, mm-hmm. endured this thing. Yeah. Um, my heart goes out to those families that, that have suffered this horrific uh, natural event. Uh, and that's what it is, a natural disaster. Right. Um, and I'm going to point out today, we're going to discuss today some of the things that... Um, that we have taken for granted here in Tampa. And while I understand, what I mean by take for granted, I'm not apologizing for what I'm saying when I say take for granted, Mm -hmm. because it's true. Many of us have taken a lot of things for granted with regard to that. uh, to, To that. Understand what I'm saying to you. 100 years, 101 years since a Category 5 hit the shores of Tampa Bay. One hundred and one years. Yeah, there's no one alive that 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 was able to remember that. Not not one person. Now, the, the there's record of what the loss was, mm-hmm. but we are in an infrastructural difference right now from what it was then to now. Understand? Again, I say this again. There is no one alive who can tell you in recorded memory, who can who can tell you anything mm-hmm. firsthand about what happened one hundred and one years ago. Not. One person. Mm-hmm. If you can, I welcome you. I, this isn't a challenge. I am welcoming you to come in and to, to actually call in and please tell us your memory of this. But right now, there's absolutely no one who can tell us what, what, what happened now or what, what happened then. What we can tell you is the projections of what would happen here and what we've seen down in Naples. Uh, yeah, Sarasota. Did you, see, did you see that picture? Oh my gosh! Of Sharks. The, of, no, of of the of the sign and the the water yes. was right up on top of. The, I was yes. like, wow! The yes. do- and people grabbing their dogs and stuff. Yes, oh. yes. Those boats. Did you see those boats? Listen. How yeah, many boats? Yeah. I mean, got floated and, and hit hit. Ugh. Yeah. Listen. They look like toys. Yeah. Mother Nature, unbelievable, unbelievable, it's unbelievable. Not to be messed, not with. to be messed with at all. And some people didn't even evacuate. And look, I get it, but yes. if they told you to evacuate, evacuate. It's not always easy. I bet they would next time. <laughs> well, well, what is I'm, the a lot of people what's would. the cost of living on Barrier Island? Oh God, man. Yeah, it's a, it, it's, it's a bit, pretty high. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty high. And, and, and understand. Many of them have the ability to bounce back from that. So they have resilience, the type of resilience yeah, it's gonna that... It's going to take a while. It's going to take a while. But probably not as long as as what would happen if it was to hit East Ebor mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. a or a progress village or Palmacia. I'm sorry. Forget, I'm sorry. Please forgive me when I say Palmacia because they can bounce back real fast. <laughs> um, um, uh, Palmetto, oh, where, yeah. the seawall, where the seawall actually began to disintegrate. Mm-hmm. To fail at Palmetto, 
right? Right there by the port. Um, so those areas that are near the port, you understand we have a port, a port that is driven by industrial operations that produce hazardous materials. Our port yeah. is driven, I'm going to say it again, our port is driven by, in, by the operations that produce hazardous materials. Now, you can't fault them for what they do. Yeah. You can't fault them for what they do, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But, you, but we, we must be aware of what they do. Okay, we have to be aware of what they do, and we must take in consideration that Tampa, that Tampa residents that are nearby were were not set there purposely. Right. Men, they were not set there purpose. They don't live there purposely. They live there because of redlining. Mm. Right. And that was never corrected. <laughs> their their infrastructure right now was never corrected. What I mean by infrastructure? What I mean by infrastructure is their drainage was never really corrected. The the environmental issues that they exist, that they were, the many of the houses were built on top of, mm-hmm. was never remediated, never corrected. So imagine now a a a category the category four that's that's sitting out in the Gulf of Mexico that that did that that fall right through. Imagine that same thing hitting the canals. Those are canals. You ever tried to? You ever take take a gallon of water and try to pour an entire gallon of water in one glass? <laughs> yeah, I see. Yeah, good analogy. <clears throat> yeah, that's exactly what we would have seen. I was watching the Apollo Beach area very closely on the map. Oh, okay. See well, see, we, like, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Because you and I went and did what? We investigated right. this, right? So my eyes were tuned. Exactly, exactly. I wonder how many people out there uh, had, because of this show, and because of the, the efforts that were made here on this show, to let people be aware of this, and efforts of people who been out there talking about the same thing, a uh, Phil Compton, a Gonzalo Valdez, a uh, 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 Susan Glickman, um, you know, uh, and Emily Gorman. All these people have been out there, uh, Getulio, Getulio Malatieri. These people have been there talking about this forever mm-hmm. and letting people know. I wonder how, as a result of what they were saying, if people, if a, a light went off on everybody, like, oh, my God, I remember somebody. It might, may not remember the name, mm-hmm. but you remember the conversation. Mm-hmm. You remember the conversation. You remember us talking about those those coal ash ponds right. that Tico has that they've never re- that they never remediated. Yeah, they were on TV. Did you see that? Oh yeah, I know they were on TV <laughs> with uh, uh, Jane Caster. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I give you. The, I can tell you the reason why. <laughs> no, a lot of people lost power too. Oh yeah. Some people still don't have their power back. Oh yeah. Do you know, I, I went down to Apollo Beach. Oh, you did? Oh, I went down there. <laughs> I took pictures. I went down there, took okay. pictures. I went down there and rode around the, rode around the, um, the communities. And let me tell you what, what, what bothers me about this entire thing. How many times have you seen Mosaic or Tico have a meeting with any of those communities around there? About what's on their property. At least they haven't done it with fanfare where we can all see it. 
they haven't done it. Damn, don't look yeah, at that. Billy. You look, we're really trying. They have not done it. Hmm. Those people in those in the communities that I just mentioned have no idea what is on that property. Hmm. What they know for certain is that it's there because of because of what the efforts that people like myself and other folks have made and that we've made in this show and other show other um, other organizations have made to let people know about it. They know because of that, mm-hmm. but it's but it's their responsibility, officially, to make certain that that happens. Right. And that did not happen. Yeah. That did not happen. And there are people that are very, very concerned about that point, and they're very angry about that point, and they want it rectified. Imagine, because imagine, can you? Okay, do you know what it's like to drive down the street? I'm giving good. I'm just some good analogy this morning. <laughs> Woo! 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 Have you ever driven down the street and you're really, really tired? Yeah. And you kind of doze off for a second, and then you, uh-huh. then you wake up and your heart kind of boom, boom. Have you ever had that happen before? Yeah. Yeah. That's what that's like. Mm-hmm. There should be a lot of people. This should not. You should not be. Relaxed at all. Not at all. Especially after seeing what you saw on TV so close to where you are. There's no way on God's green earth that you should feel so relaxed. None. And I, I'm not, I, I am, I'm not, this is not fear mongering. This is trying to help you understand exactly what's happening here. What you're faced with, the truth of what you're faced with, folks. These people, you gotta understand. These people have been. These people in the South County have been have been forced into a situation of having to accept for sixty years, having to accept where they are and what has happened to them. That's what they've had to accept. You understand me? Yeah. It, it is. It is. It's like waking up, knowing, waking up in that you know in that very moment it, as you have dozed off, and then there's a, a big truck that's right there that's about to hit you. Right. And and you, it but it, but you miss it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, 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 oh my god. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now. I, I I had a lot to lose, right? Mm-hmm. We all had something to lose, but these people have been losing for sixty years. Sixty years they've been they've been about to lose, and no one that owned any of these industries thought it was necessary to even help them to prepare for this thing or to say anything about it. No, the first damn thing they do is run up to the, is, is which they should have done, but they, they had enough uh, personnel, essential personnel, they could have gone out and gone to help these people, at least. At least. <laughs> Yeah. Hold on, one more thing, one thing, hold on, hold on, one thing. If there's anybody, anybody who disagrees with what I just said just now, I challenge you this morning. I'm gonna point out again. I challenge you this morning to call in and correct what I'm saying. I challenge you. 
I challenge you. I challenge anybody from Tico. I challenge anybody from Mosaic. I challenge anybody from the city. I challenge anybody from the county to tell me that there's no one. That there's no that there, there's a reason why. What reason could there possibly be that no one that no one even thought from the, from the time they knew those hurricanes were out there. They knew those hurricanes were out there, and nobody thought to say anything and talk to the people about. Number one, what's on these properties? Be honest and transparent about what's on these properties and what it could do to you. Knowing these things, that's number one. Number two, to even think that they could go on, that they should go on to these to these people's uh, to these people and meet with them and say, "Listen, what can we do to help you prepare to evacuate or to prepare in any way where you are?" I wish you could see my face right now, because I'm not. I, I did not. I did not put this on Facebook. I did not put this on Facebook this morning. I am so furious. Yeah. I am very upset. Very upset about this point. Well, Billy, please go ahead. I was just gonna say we don't. We know that there are, there were at least forty seven deaths out of this storm. You know, and. They're protesting in Cuba for lack of help, lack of bringing the power back. Uh, we're going to have to do some protesting here, you know, because you know people are not acting fast enough. And as you said, Tico is not being responsive in terms of, you know, it's, these storms, hurricanes are predictable. Mm-hmm. We saw it coming. It, they could have met with people in those communities to give them a better sense of what they were going to be dealing with. Yeah, they're talking about it on TV right now. Actually, talking about, they're talking about the people in Seminole County, mm-hmm. uh, you know, which is over in on your side of the of the water, yeah, uh, of the bay. And let me tell you, Mobili, Yumiko, and I, again, eight one three two three nine nine six six three. I please, please, I'm begging you, if you can challenge what I just said, please challenge it. If, if you can correct what I'm saying in any way, please do. But I guarantee you, I can I can sit right here right now with all certainty, tell you for certain that those meetings never took place in those communities. There's no there's no correction there. I can tell you for certain that they should have what what they should have done, and what they could have done. I, I can tell you that right now. Well, we do have a caller on the line. Please. Okay. Caller? <laughs> All right. Let's caller, go. you are on the Sunday Forum. Good morning, Ms. Amico. Good morning, Daryl. <laughs> yeah, uh, Walter. What's up, uh, Daryl? Uh, you know, it's so funny. Two things. Two things, Walter. I'm finna send your rocket up in the, in, into the stratosphere again. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I made it my business, you know, to have my antennas up. I heard it on television, Mosaic putting out commercials talking about how they were giving out money donations to uh, uh, organizations that for giving out food to people and, and stuff like that. And I just paid it, you know, just uh, passing by, just listening at the commercial and stuff like that. I remember you talking about Mosaic. Mosaic, 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 Mosaic. Uh, the other thing I just want to mention is, let's, let's put a bullseye on exactly what you're talking about. People don't you don't understand what you're talking about. Progress Village. Mm-mm-mm. 
You know the people mm-hmm. who drink sulfur water? Mm-hmm. Well, my aunt, she couldn't stand it. She wanted to get out of there, and then eventually her and my uncle got out of there because of sulfur water. They used to have to come home with jugs of water before bringing water, you know, home and jugs. People thought, you crazy. I'm going to the store and buy jugs of water. Yeah, they had to drink. They, oh, my, I don't know, drinking sulfur water. You know that big old mountain that's mm-hmm. out there now? Mm-hmm. The gypsum stack? Uh, the Hurricane Walter, you explain. I, I don't I don't have the expertise to explain that. Could you just imagine now that big old gypsum stack and we just got the skirt of that hurricane blowing Ooh. all that wind. You took the words out of my mouth. That was coming next. See, that was coming that. next. Ding, 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 ding. I win. <laughs> you won that one, Jack. Yeah, yes, I sir. That, the, 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 the flow mm. on the roofs of the houses in the, the Progress Village and surrounding neighborhood from that gypsum stack. Mm. Oh. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I can't, I can't talk about it. Walter, you can talk about it. I'm going to shut up and get off the air. But, you know, I got family in Fort Myers. Jesus. I got family in Bradington. Our heart goes out to you, man, your family yeah, for real. Yeah, and to them. And some of the stories I heard about the communities and, and, and stuff on, um, you know, my eyesight is not really all that all that good. But, you know, they're talking about how past Lakeland. <clears throat> yes. Reporter talking about. Sebring. How, yeah, look like, look like matchsticks. Central you know, Florida, Orlando. And that, what was the, the hurricane that hit Miami that, that, that year came through there? Charlie? No, it was a Cat 5. Oh, Cat, so oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and, and I'm thinking back, back. How, you know, the builders, they did, they, yeah. the contractors, they did shoddy, work and building those houses back in 2004 yeah back in 2004 and all that um that wasn't andrew was that irma no it wasn't irma it was before irma it was before irma my son was born in 2004 that's how i pretty much gauge things when my son was born Uh um yeah but you know he was born at the beginning of those hurricanes videos of the the neighborhoods it looked like a B-52 strike eight went through the... I mean, yes. just totally devastated. Yes. It, it's like, I'll just say this, and I'm, I'm going to hang up. Um, you had show after show after show after show after show, and mm. we ultimately come to the conclusion, does it have to happen to you to understand what the man is talking about, what Ms. Miko is talking about, what Mobili is talking about, Okay. This, this, this thing with America, it's good for business. You know, and, oh, guys, look at us now. And Tampa has not been directly hit. I was telling somebody, and they're from, like, New Jersey. They think it's just a bunch of wind and just a bunch of rain. It's not all that. Yeah, now you see. And we were not directly hit. Oh, I no. wish you would talk about that neighborhood is there with that big old mountain, that gypsum stack. Here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. No, 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 no. Stay, stay where you are. Stay where you are. You are going to be our special guest this morning. Oh, wow. You know why? Because this is a community forum. And you know why else? Because you are, you are, you call this show regularly with always bringing something substantive to this show. 
You are a regular, a regular guest. You are our guest this morning. Surprise. And you are going to tell, you're going to, you're going to give a perspective, a perspective of everything that people tend to overlook with regard to this type of stuff. Because I'm going to tell you that these types of things that you're talking about are overlooked quite often. It is not a joke. It is very real. And there's nothing, you know, there's no way for, you know, it, it's, let's, let's, let, what's, the, what's the typical reason that, that people give for, well, let's just get past it. <laughs> That's what we're going to hear. That's what we're going to hear. Not to mention the fact that I'm not even going to, I'm going to get into the issue of what happened with regard to the county. Oh, yeah. Look, we're, going to, we're going to talk about it. We're talking about it this morning. We're going to talk about the fact that the, how do you come up with, how do you come up with knowing, knowing, okay, the, the, uh, man, how do I start? How do I start? We'll start with some music. <laughs> woo! Erica Badu's woo. We're okay. gonna we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna do that this morning right. before I continue on because I'm telling you right now, wow, wow, wow. We are we are going to talk about it this morning on the Sunday forum with Daryl. Daryl. Yes, sir. Hey, man. Listen, I'm glad to have you here, brother. Um, wow, I, I don't even know. I don't even know where to start, really, yeah, except to say, "Woo!" <laughs> Are we ready? Yeah. Let's, let's let's hit it. Woo! Right here on WMNF 88.5 Tampa, Sarasota, St. Pete. We want to hear from you too. Eight one three two three nine nine six six three with our special our special guest, Daryl. Okay, we're about to play the music. Yeah. Come on, come on, come on. 
play that track with the crickets in the back. They're so abstract. another caller on the line yeah there you, you there yeah I'm still. i know you better rocking with it boy <laughs> huh let's all right caller who are you let's go caller you on got? the sunday forum all right what's happening hey what's happening Hello. hey man i think you were alluding to the fact that they didn't give enough evacuation warning down there it's, it's coming to pass and i just want to say that up here my wife left town because we have children, and she didn't want to deal with any potential electricity outage. But I say knowing that my county did not order evacuation for Zone B, and they, they didn't have enough time to, so I felt like I was safe. Down there, it proves to be a different story, it's looking like. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, let me tell you what ended up happening. Uh, so we're going to get down to it, the sandbags. The sandbags were in three different locations, but they were too far out. So from Ruskin, from, 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 if you know anything about Progress Village and where it's located, from Progress Village to Ruskin is a long way away. And it certainly is a long way away for people to get sandbags, you know, the day, what, the day before? The day before. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And for people who are, think about the people who can't drive. Right? They have to make arrangements for somebody to go down there and get them sandbags. Oh, yeah. How does that work? I, I, I just took the sandbags and used my own dirt because there was too many people grabbing the dirt. Oh, man. Now, I'm going to take it back to 2000, let's see, 2018. When I came back from, I wasn't back yet. I was in, I was running the show out of South Carolina at the time. And I came back to, to chaos when Hurricane Irma, mm -hmm. when Hurricane Irma came. When Hurricane Irma came, I'm on the road on 295, 275, headed uh, on 75, excuse me, headed south into into um, I'm on 95, excuse me, on 95, headed south, coming into Florida across the state line, and I get this call about people like really mad, and I literally had to help to orchestrate. I I initiated and orchestrated uh, for the people in in in. And um, al along with people like uh, Twanda Bradley, um, Jeanette Bradley, uh, uh, Delaney Pittman, and Linda Washington, and um, uh, uh, Frank Reddick, 
these were all the people that were in line to help us to get sand at the Emmanuel Lewis, uh, the Emmanuel Johnson, excuse me, Emmanuel Lewis, Emmanuel Johnson Park uh, Recreation Center. And that happened at the last minute. The next day, people were lined up and able to, with relief, that relieved them. They had, do you know that there was no one, nothing set up at the other places like this? At all, this is the closest place that people could get could get CMS, and that was right down the street for them. Thank God, right? Fast forward to now, do you realize now they were aware of it? The county was aware that this happened, right? But thank God that the city and Tampa Hillsborough Action Plan were present to make the orders in order to make that happen, right? And then, so so Frank Reddick paid that back, made sure that that, that was, along with the mayor, made sure they, that that got paid back for that money that they sent out. But that made it happen immediately for the sandbags and the sand to be given to the people and for them to come out there and pick it up if they wanted to, that's fine. And for those who needed to need it, they got it. That was fine. So they were safe. It was fine. But this time around, fast forward, that did not happen. That did not happen. This time, Mich- uh, Twanda Bradley got in contact with Michelle Rayner, and Michelle Rayner made it happen. Not that, not particularly that. It was so late in the game, they, w- they couldn't get everything they wanted except to get the sandbags to people who absolutely had to have it. You understand? There's something wrong with that. There's something seriously wrong with that. They didn't have any down, um, they didn't give any sandbags down to, to South Florida, did they? Because, well, we, well, they didn't know they were going to be hit. We thought we were going to be hit. Man, that so, was... So they just... Yeah, they had to stick that one out. Yeah. I mean, but they, they, you know, they know how to deal with that way better than we do. Way uh, better. I don't, I don't know about better because, I mean, they... Well, they, they they're South Florida. Yeah. Oh, they always... Yeah, whenever we have a hurricane or something, they're always the first ones right. to get hit. Right, yeah. right, typically. That's, mm-hmm. that's, you know, they've, they've seen a hot, lot more, lot worse than we've seen. Yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, let's, let's go to the next caller. Okay. Caller, you're on the Sunday Forum. Hello? Okay. Hello. All right. Um, <laughs> next caller, you're on the Sunday Forum. Yeah, hey, how you doing? Good, All how right. are you? Hey, listen, there was a very interesting subject there on, on MSNBC today. The lady named Dolly, something, and I just did it, and, it, and it talked about what, Walt, you've been talking about all the time, environmental justice and environmental racism, and about this lady named Dolly, and she they protested and protested, she's 74, and she exposed how these dumping grounds are put in, particularly specific black neighborhoods and stuff, and that the EPA is setting up an area to deal with this, to, to setting up a department to deal specifically with this, what they call environmental racism, justice, and both that. And I first thought, talked, I thought, thought about you, I mean, this just happened about 20 minutes ago, and... Uh, uh, I would say that, man, it takes people like you with the foresight to begin to expose this type of uh, abuse that is, I mean, it's just blatantly taking place. And it's almost like it's accepted. 
that this is all right we can do. And so I thought about even you know, the, the small voices are the voices that, that speak out loudly. And uh, I you could say the small voices speak out loudly and, 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 and then eventually are, are heard and people understand the, the proliferation of certain diseases that are in our community and those sort of things. And then there's one other thing. I sent you an email about uh, 30 minutes ago. Our group has been working, you know, with this, uh, um, you know, the, 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 the opioid thing. Right. This is a shocking email and a shocking video that tells everything. There's a guy named Benjamin Burns, a U.S. attorney, and he describes exactly what this is about. And Sam Keone, this is whole opioid crisis, and they say it. This is about white people, about white people. And they come out and say, and they said how the opioid, one lady named Lisa, uh, a, a psychiatrist, Algerian, UCF, says that racism has protected black people in the opioid crisis because we get less. I mean, this is right out there. It's on C-SPAN. And there's a whole, not article, a whole a book, a playbook called Fentanyl, and I put it right, sent it to you. <clears throat> you it's all outlined. Our whole group has got this whole thing that outlines how they targeted pharmacies and doctors, and they, it's so bad, man. They even call drugs like Vicodin, heroin, uh, uh, medication that we use that are FDA approved, Oxycontin, heroin. Uh, um, uh, methadone, heroin, uh, uh, anything that's used for treatment of pain, the government has classified as heroin and has, I mean, it's just destroyed all the stereotypes. And these are people talking in a public form. I sent it to you. Look at it. And those, those talking points, I mean, you look at it and say, well, man, come on. Now you, you no, 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 no. Let me tell you. That's that's so y'all y'all ready y'all ready to talk about this? Yeah. Y'all ready to talk about this? Thank you very much. Yes, sir. Uh, Doc, we appreciate it. Uh everybody, as Norm as as, as I will always tell you, you are within the norm. This is Dr. Norman Clement, um, very good friend to the show hey, and hey, contributor hey, to the show. Um please go check out you are within the norms dot com. Uh we're about to talk about it in just a few minutes, okay? So um, we'll 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 take we'll have to take we have to go to the next call. Go to the next call. But thank you very much for telling us about this um, because that's very critical to um, the issue of resilience building and what we need to pay attention to as the people of the forum and the people who put folks who are in city council. We put them on on on, on city council and the people who are on the county commission. We put them on the county commission. There is, it is inexcusable that your answer to anybody would be, well, I don't know. What you're going to have to do is this. Mm-hmm. What you're going to have to do is this. Mm-hmm. No. Hell no. So we're going to talk about it in just a few minutes, Doc. Thank you for bringing okay. that up, Okay. Thank you so much. All right, and you I got it. My and God bless you, hey, man. Shout out. And, and let me just say this. Dr. Clemens lost his brother. Uh, so everybody, please, please send out yeah, your right. prayers to Dr. Clemens and his family. 
Um, we, we, we appreciate everything you, you do and the information that you bring to us. We really appreciate okay. it. And our heart goes out to you and the loss of your brother. Okay. Yeah. Hey, he's a Detroit policeman, too. He was a Detroit police. He was in a, everything he did. Man, he was a lead community activist, 34 years of the Detroit Police Department. He trained, and funny thing, all the, all the head of the Detroit Police Department showed up because he trained them. Wow. Trained them. And that's how good this guy was. He was a lawyer. He had two master's degrees. He trained the head of the Detroit Police All the, the hierarchy of the Detroit Police Department and the Southfield Police Department, my brother trained them. And they showed up and stuff. And, stuff. and he was about helping black folk and all this other, all that, all everything a police officer did he did plus more to the community and made sure that 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 they were that, that folks the related education education to how we can control crime in our nation well, hey, god bless them and god all bless right, y'all yeah. you always in the norms too okay. all right all right all right thank you buddy. peace to you doc Okay. Okay. Next. Next, next call. call. Let's go to the next caller. We're gonna we're gonna get back. We're gonna get back to that. Yes. Caller, you're on the Sunday forum. Good morning, Chris Steiner here in Clearwater. I just uh, you know the gypsum stacks issue the, with mosaic. Uh, most folks don't know that uh, the problem is that the result if any of those spill, there are 25 gypsum stacks uh, around Florida run by mosaic, like the one that uh, I posted on your page, Walter. That um, if any of them spill or there's a sinkhole, then we have heavy metals, radioactive isotopes yes. that go into our aquifer. That's right. That's exactly yeah. right. We're, we're going to talk about that in a few, in a little bit too, uh, Chris, but that's that's exactly right because I was just getting to that. There are a bunch of things that you guys are stealing my thunder about, man, but you, but I'm glad you brought it up. I'm glad you brought it up. Um, we are going to talk about that, uh, but but I am, I, I do, I am curious. Go ahead, if, if you will, please, just for a few minutes as we're about to go into EPR. Um, just for just for one minute, literally. Go ahead. All right. Uh, uh, well, you know, if Mosaic had a disaster, would they report it right away, or would they wait two weeks or longer, like they did in Mulberry mm -hmm. 2016, which allowed our aquifer to be contaminated all that time? And and for folks who don't know what these gypsum stacks are, they're mounds or hills with a big pond on top, full of this radioactive water that they can't remediate or perhaps they could with lasers uh, i don't know if that's um uh technology yeah, we'll, they can apply, no we'll uh, go, yeah no mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah well i don't know i'm just saying you know, i know there's a nobel prize winner who's uh, you know if you, who's uh, come on board with that idea mm -hmm. um you know because uh, if you do a search there's plenty of research on it uh but uh, 